Thanks so much for downloading the episode. On the show today, I talk about some stupid things that I did to scare myself. Also, some trashy TV talk. Paula delves into the bowels of Netflix to find some shows for me to binge watch. Also, our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thanks so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Paula, you are a genius. Paula. I used to like shave everything. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to The Ugly Truth. It is episode 296. Ugh! Ugh! We are sisters who podcast. Yay! You remembered! (laughs) I did. You remember more than me, so woohoo! So last, the last episode, producer Dub sat in because we had some significant technical difficulties last week. Yes. More than one. More than one. (laughs) As you all heard at the end of last week's episode, Paula lost the internet. It was literally just, it was like hijinks beyond. I don't know what, I mean, it was just awful. Could have been the red moon or something like that. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you deleted a file. Then we lost the internet. It's probably your awkward moment this week, so I won't go further. But still, it was just like, I wanted that week to be over so bad. I'm like, can we just be done with this week now? My God. I know. Crazy. Maybe it was the moon. Maybe I was possessed. I don't really know. Okay. So speaking of possession, I did something so, so dumb a couple of days ago. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So I, I think you know this about me. I love scary movies. I'm a big fan. I, I, I'm big on vampire, werewolf, slasher films, not a big fan of supernatural films. A, no, I don't do A this. lot of it is due to our upbringing. Our mother convinced <laughs> us that if we watched films that were supernatural or had anything to do with anything spiritual that's not Christian-based, uh, it would invite demons into our, our lives, essentially. Through the television. Through the television, <laughs> through articles, through whatever. Okay? And so... That is something that's very, very difficult to eradicate out of one's psyche. One of the reasons, honestly, is because our mom had some very real experiences as a young girl. Our grandmother, who is dead now, she was a spiritist for a very long time. And it it, it was a church and everything. And it was a regular occurrence to have seances to reach other spirits. And our mom was, I think she said she was like 13 or 14 and she was in the back bedroom and she said she never really liked it when they did it. It was always creepy to her, but she witnessed a seance once where they were all sitting around in their white robes or doing whatever they're doing, seancey stuff. And there was a woman at the table who was conducting the seance and she goes, I, she goes, Jamie, her face literally went from a normal white woman. She looked black. She turned into a black woman. Whoa. And it scared me. To no end. She's like, after that, she's like, I ran from the room and I just never, ever wanted to see that again. I begged my mom not to have him at her house. And, you know, of course, our grandmother's like, oh, you're silly, you know. <laughs> or fuck off, Barbara. This is what we do. Yeah, this is what I do, right? And so that actually began her journey 
looking for religion, believe it or not. That is why her journey began. And she went through every church as a kid. She was a seeker of religion. She was a seeker of the truth for her, whatever her path of faith is it wasn't this she knew but there obviously there were other entities in this world that we can't see that convinced her of a spirit world so she had to find what felt real for her and she did it took her a few years but she i think by the time she was 19 or 20 she had found a christian faith that to this day she still practices very very faithfully so Mm -hmm. with that all being said as we grew up Our grandmother would send us presents. She would send us gifts that she would order that would be directly sent from the factory to us. Those we were allowed to keep. Anything our grandmother made or purchased and that were sitting in her home and then were sent to us or given to us from her hand, Mm -hmm. we had to throw away. We were not allowed to keep them because of the potential for spirits being attached to these things. Because our grandmother was a very active person in Mm -hmm. the community of seancing and spiritism. And so I don't know if anybody's aware of any of this stuff. This was all new to me. And as a kid, I just didn't even, I just obliged. I didn't even think anything of it. It wasn't like our grandmother gave us very expensive jewelry or anything. It was cheap, just little gifts. Or usually it was those dolls that she would crochet and then it had like a crocheted dress on it or something. Those are those are creepy. I wouldn't want one. Yeah, we actually I think that's why we were comfortable throwing those ones out. (laughs) Anyway, I remember one time I think our grandma, our grandma had downshifted into serious business like she actually became like a leader in the spiritist church that she was involved in. And then at the same time had sent us a bunch of gifts. And I remember our mom saying, get that out of this house. (laughs) And so she scared me so much that I threw the things in the garbage can and put a big boulder on top of the garbage can. I said, should we burn it? And she's like, it's not a bad idea, but no, we're just going to put them in the garbage and it'll be fine. And I was like, all right. I was terrified. My God. Well, please. What, where did we get it? I wonder. God. And so then on top of it, though, my our mom had a friend who she had purchased a book from an estate sale. And the woman at the estate sale was really into reaching out to like she was like a medium and she would like reach out to spirits and stuff. And the book was convinced, they were convinced that the book was possessed with spirits. And so they had to burn the book. And then once they burned the book, she had her issues went away. Oh, God. Now, I don't know if any of that is true, but I do believe our mom as far as the seancing and seeing someone's face change and all of that stuff. And I do believe in a spirit world. So anyway, getting to my point. The other day I'm watching TV and it's been a really long time since I've seen a really good scary movie because my choices of scary movies are pretty limited because I don't do supernatural stuff. Obviously why? I've just explained. There was a movie on cable. It's called, (laughs) you're going to be, you're going to be, you cannot even believe this. It's called Ouija, (laughs) the original, the origin. Like the Ouija board? The Ouija board. Yes. What? Ouija, the, the origin. I was like, what? And I'm like, I didn't even know there was a movie. Uh, I mean, there's, they're always coming out with movies about Ouija boards. Always. You know, because they're scary for teenager movie type stuff. So I was like, oh, gosh. So it was like, there was like 15 minutes left in the movie. And I just saw it on the guide. I wasn't, I didn't like go, hey, but. Family, gather around. Let's watch Ouija. <laughs> 
And I'm like, oh, well, there's only like 15 minutes left. I should be pretty safe seeing the like the end of it just to see how it ends. That's like the worst part. Scary movies end usually either it's just over or... Or it ends surrounded by cars and like, you know, right. And some like (laughs) some scary opera singing, like, (laughs) you know, whatever, especially if it's a Catholic thing. So anyway, (laughs) so I turn it on. And of course, it's like the climactic part of it. And so the end, she's in a, the, the girl that kills her mother because she was possessed by a demon that had been conjured by the Ouija board. But we don't do supernatural. No. But go ahead. So, but this, I, Paula, literally I saw like 90 seconds of this film only. Oh, okay. So she's sitting in a loony bin because she's crazy because this all happened in the late 60s in LA. So she's sitting in the loony bin and the doctor walks by because she's in a locked room because she's nuts. And he thinks he sees someone in there with her, like a small child. So he backs up, and when he turns to look at her, she's standing in the doorway staring at him through the the, the glass door. And he's looking at Mm -hmm. her, and then out of nowhere, a little child is walking on the ceiling with glowing eyes coming toward him in the hallway. And I'm all, oh my god. I like was trying to change the channel as quickly as possible. <laughs> and I'm like, why did I do that to myself? Why? Why did I do it? It's like, it scares me so much. I'm like, it's horrifying, right? And so, of course, I wake up in the middle of the night the next day, and all I can see in my brain is a small child running across the ceiling in the hallway with glowy eyes with glowy eyes and i'm like oh my god why did i do that i'm so stupid oh my god did you tell daryl what you had done i told him that i had had a nightmare the night because i couldn't sleep after that and (laughs) he's like he's like are you all right i'm like god i just i'm i feel so wrecked and he's like why i go well i had a nightmare he goes oh wasn't scary i'm like no it was a thrill it was a thrill of a dream (laughs) god of course it was scary Dumb. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I pray? <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. It was, it shook me because I don't watch movies like that. So people who watch any old scary movie or supernatural or don't believe in a spirit world so they can watch this not thinking there's anything wrong, you know, they probably don't think anything of it. I, on the other hand, am shook. I'm terrified. I'm like, why did I watch that? It was literally the scariest part of the whole movie, I'm sure. It was horrible. I never watch scary movies because I just... I find them unpleasant Mm -hmm. and... Right. Oh, I can't. There's people who are just like desensitized to everything or like every concept, like, you know, those Saw movies and... Yeah. I'm just like, I don't even understand that. And so, you know, they'll just, you know, pop it on and be like, hey. <gasps> oh, yeah. It's a monster movie. You know, see, now I will that. watch that. And so Ryan and I, we were watching TV the other day, and he really wanted to see this movie called A Quiet Place. <laughs> so we did watch it. And I, like, I told him, I said, I might get anxiety watching this. And he's like, why? I Well, because the premise of the movie is everybody has to stay quiet. No. I would learn sign language and be yeah, furiously and so, signing constantly. Um, I'm just like the the ability to not talk. Like, could you imagine having to live and not talk? It'd be hard. I I wouldn't be able to do that. Although I do love Emily Blunt. 
She I do, do too. She well, it's got her her husband in it too, uh, John Krasinski or whatever yes. his name is. Did she get did, now? Does well, you know what? Don't spoil it for me because I probably will watch it eventually. I assume someone gets eaten by a monster eventually. Oh, a couple people get eaten by monsters. Well, I'm looking forward yeah, to that. A couple people get eaten <laughs> by monsters, but uh, God, I was just thinking about fetishes the other day. Were Dang, you? What was it? I was thinking about something weird, and I was mm-hmm. wondering if people consider that a fetish. Oh, you because you uh, you you stumbled upon the Bigfoot erotica. Yes, that's what it yeah. is, and I'm just uh-huh. like, I wonder if having sex with Bigfoot would be considered a fetish. No, because I mean, because you can't really do it because Bigfoot's not real. So a fetish what? is something you can actually. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you literally made me speechless for like two seconds. I'm like. <laughs> no i i think it's a uh, fantasy thing like erotica is a, it's fantasy it's not real like uh those stupid books right the masochist with a golden heart whatever oh heart like gold, the I mean. uh, golden heart a heart of gold the 50 shades the, of gray yeah the the dominatrix with a heart of gold or whatever but anyway yeah those 50 shades of gray books that's fantasy that ain't real not even close I have heard some other erotica I've heard of besides Bigfoot. I've heard of dinosaur erotica. Dinosaur? Yes, where people are are taken uh, by dinosaurs. Is I that what's a, I hope it's the little one, like a <laughs> not a T-Rex? <laughs> God, no. Well, they couldn't cuddle anyway. They have no arms. So I don't know how That's I don't true. Know how sweet that would be, but maybe yeah, like I've a velociraptor like- that's more human size. Oh, God, all of it. You, but scratch up your back, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not my thing. But I've heard of stuff like that. Or, like, alien erotica. That's where all that, that anime... What's that stuff called? The henti or hente? I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, look, I'm looking at it right now. Taken by the T-Rex. <laughs> Ravaged by the raptors. A billionaire dinosaur forced me gay. What? 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 Forced Mounted to be by gay. the griffin. <laughs> the griffin? What's a griffin? One of those flying pretend things taken by the pterodactyl. Pterodactyl? My ass is haunted by the gay unicorn colonel by Chuck Tingle. These don't even make sense. Are these even real? Unicorn Colonel. Have a doctor pluck that thing out. From two-time Hugo Award finalist Chuck Tingle, England's ass is haunted by a hung parliament. Wow. I had no idea. Gagent Brontosaurus. The butt is not enough. (laughs) Well, what's left? Sorry, (laughs) we have nothing else to offer. The curse of Bigfoot butt camp. Butt camp. When Ken's friend from the office talks him into a week at Bigfoot butt camp, he has no idea that his life is about to change forever. Oh, please. Really? Listen to the title of the camp. What are you expecting? (laughs) Rogue buns. (laughs) Chuck Tingle, you need to find something else besides the butt. There's got to be other things for gay sex, right? Maybe that's what he's known for. Oh, this is ghost erotica. Taken hotly by my handsome, physically manifested hot take. Breaking the fourth butt. I don't know. Why? How did I get into all the butt? I don't. Did you type in butt? No, I typed in dinosaur erotica. And then I got, I started falling into something by Chuck Tingle. Whoever he is. 
All right, I've had enough of you. He's probably a very rich man. Uh, It's, I would imagine. And with digital downloads, I wonder if you can buy that stuff on Amazon, on Audible. Can you imagine reading autoerotica? On the Kindle? (laughs) Yeah. Can you be like, um, I bought some audiobooks. Can you imagine reading Bigfoot Butt Camp? No. I wonder how much you get paid per word. We should look into that. That might be a niche for us. I would pay you 20 bucks to read it. (laughs) Out loud. (laughs) Gather round, kids. That could be a separate file for us on Ugly Truth. Jesus. That'd have to be a paid one, though. Oh, for sure. It's like, you know what? Maybe that's where we make our money. We read we read erotica. We read fetish erotica for money. <laughs> Does that make us prostitutes? Paula, you are a genius. <laughs> Seriously, I would pay to listen to someone read it. Like, it would be hysterical. But it'd have to be, like, the worst. It would have to be the most debased <laughs> stuff. Like, Bigfoot is rookie stuff. I want real shit. I want real debased shit. And I don't mean You could immoral. get real shit. Like what? Like, um... Scat porn. What's that? Poo. <gasps> Elephant erotica. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something ridiculous. I don't know. The zookeeper, the zookeeper, but it takes on a whole new meaning. Jeez. I don't know. Anyway, speaking of trash, I gave you an assignment to find some shitty Netflix programming. Did you come up with anything? So I did surf the Netflix, their reality mm-hmm. TV, and you know, it's actually not that bad. So Do they have stuff that you didn't that you weren't aware of? Yes. Yeah, so okay. one of the shows is called Beastmaster or Ultimate Beastmaster. Okay. It's kind of like American Ninja Warrior, but almost harder. Okay. And what they do is they pull people from all different countries to come and try Mm. it. And then at the end, only one country wins. Oh. But they have to go through these like really obscure courses. Like what? For example, they have like three different levels of these uh, spinning wheels that are flat, like on a platform. Okay. Oh, they have to run across them? Well, they're all different levels, though. So you have to jump on them, and they're spinning at different rates. Oh, my God. First one you jump on is kind of spinning slowly. The middle one, which is higher, is spinning really fast. So you have to jump up and, you know, make sure you're holding on. And then the one below it is spinning slower. So you have to jump from a spinning fast one to a spinning slow one. Oh, my God. Do their legs just give up? Well, you have to try not to fall off because (laughs) so it's funny to watch people, you know, go from something spinning really fast to spinning really slow. (laughs) Of course, the women did terrible. It's embarrassing. Yeah. I think the original show, not not the ones that they're showing, but the original one was hosted by Sylvester Stallone. So that was kind of cool. Is it current or was it just some random show that they shoved on Netflix? No, it's current. And so I would encourage you to check it out. I mean, I always enjoy. I love seeing anybody fall and be awkward. Those kind of shows. Some of the obstacle courses that people do make it through, you're just kind of like, how are they even doing that? Like, you don't even think the human body can do it. So, <laughs> yes, 
Well, is there, okay, so there's that. Did you find any, like, really weird, speaking of erotica and fetish, did you find any weird, like, I always find the, um, the odd smattering of reality shows, like, my wife is 50 years older than me, or, you know what I mean, or weird stuff like that. Is there anything weird like that on Netflix, or do they not go there? Do they not wade into the little carnival channel stuff? They really, I mean, not that I found, but there was one called Human Obsession (laughs) or something. I'm already intrigued. (laughs) Basically what it is, it's three doctors who travel from various cities in a semi-truck, Mm. So that, when you open it, it acts as like three different doctor stations. Mm. And so they park them at like, you know, op- and, and this is all in Europe. So Oh, of course. So, yeah, the U.S. would never do anything like this. So they park <laughs> no. them at like, you know, market areas where there's lots of people. And they ha- they open a display that talks about, you know, what you should be eating and all this stuff. But then they also say, you know, come see one of the doctors about something that you think is wrong with you. Okay. The first episode that I watched, they had two people come in and this one lady, she says, it's really embarrassing. You know, I've had it for a while now and you know, it's, it's not really a tale, but it's just something that I've had and I, I just don't know what to do with it. So they show her bent over the table and they zoom in on her butt crack no the doctor you know kind of flicks it and she's like oh it's just a simple skin tag she's like you just need to have it removed she thought she had a tail yeah because it it was was at the top of her butt crack (gasps) that is so weird was it big would you have thought it was a tail no does she have a big butt very oh oh dear and then this other guy came in and he thought he had a rash Oh, no. All around his private area. Oh, God. Oh. And because it's, like, rated MA. Mm, so they'll show it? They show all nudity. So you got to see his little penis? <laughs> that had a piercing on it. Oh, so he was prepared. <laughs> so he pulled it out, and the doctor looked at it, and he's like, oh, it's, you just have common jockage. That's all you have. You know, really, going through all of that, and then having someone tell you you have jock itch. How embarrassing. You know, you just revealed your entire genital region to tens of people. Well, what was he hoping to have, you know, What do you HPV want? Ver- or something? You want the herp? I mean, what do you want me to say? Oh, yeah, that's a gonorrhea, all right. I mean, like, what do you... Stop shaving so close. No, he wasn't shaved. Oh, really? Yeah. That's surprising. I would expect a full, clean area. No, he was pretty... But it's Europe. I mean... <sighs> You're right. I forgot. They're not weird like us. They don't They don't like to glisten from every area. No, they don't care. That is hilarious. Well, maybe that's where I should live. Well... <laughs> are, oh, are we done keeping it trim already? Have no. we grown out of it? Oh. I, I still have it, you know. Keep it clean. Just keep it clean. It doesn't have to be, you know... You don't want to be a the star of some kind of Bigfoot erotica, but you want it to be just, you know, tailored. No, it's it's trimmed up and it's nice and, you know, clean and everything like that. It's easy, easier to shave. You know, you're always about the uh, Ralph Lauren look. Just clean lines. I was thinking about like in my 20s when I was sexually active with like multiple people. Mm-hmm. I used to like shave everything. Like, yeah. 
like the butt and everything yeah you look like a dolphin i get it (laughs) next week i we have a little bit of a vagina episode coming up so i want you to save the rest of that story for next week i will use that as our teaser because shockingly there are as if you didn't know there's other vagina trends going on that we weren't quite aware of that happened that have been logged and we need to discuss dear but anyway i digress so what's the name of this show I'm pretty sure it's called um, Human Obsession, but I'm not, okay. I have it written down on my paper that's actually in the living room, so that's not going to help. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Just look for Netflix doctors or something like I'm that. I'm sure you if I Googled fat ass thought she had a tail and, and it'll come up. <laughs> Google's a wonder. And so the last one I found was it's called Cheapest Weddings. Now, it's, no. it's not like hillbilly weddings. It's literally people who've done their wedding as cheap as possible. Like a, as a goal, like this is a goal of ours. We want to have a beautiful wedding as cheap as possible. Right. Because like that's okay. all they could afford. And so. Um, are they like those super couponer people where they, you know, buy 400 vats of Dawn liquid soap for a dollar? I don't think so. But like okay. they show the bride like the morning of her wedding and she's in her garden picking fresh flowers right. and she's putting <laughs> them in her bouquet. <laughs> Got it. So. And. I mean, it's not a bad idea because they looked really nice, but... Well, and luckily for brides these days, the whole outdoor barn rustic thing is a thing. Yeah. I saw, I saw, saw, you know, I love memes, right? And I saw this tweet or whatever. It said, yes, come to our rustic wedding. Enjoy your sticks, guests. It's like because there's always sticks with a leaf somewhere stuck in a in a mason jar as decoration. Oh God! <laughs> so anyway, go on, go on with the woman picking her flowers. I'm sorry, I, I completely derailed. Yeah. Then they have like the parents and you know setting up a bunch of stuff and you know like mm-hmm. the bridal party setting up things in the morning on the tables right. and right and and then it just shows things you know that go wrong when you have when you don't do it right of course I think it's just a interesting show to watch if you yeah. like you know the wedding type shows but you see how things can be done cheaply but not look you know lame. <laughs> But then you can also see the... What goes wrong when you try to do it cheap. When you do try and go cheap. So... I actually really would like a show like that because professionals make it look so easy. They go, oh, well, I could, you know, you look back and go, oh, I could do that. I could, I could put a bouquet together. Yeah. You go to the grocery store or go to a florist shop, buy a bunch of flowers and some ribbon and you try to do it. It it will look like you grabbed a handful of weeds out of your backyard. Right. It, it is not easy. And that's why there are certain things in life that I will never I, I would rather never cheap out on. Manny's floral arrangements because I you know our mom's like oh we can do these ourselves and I'm like no I'm not it the amount of time it takes for it to look even remotely appropriate is way too long let a professional do it please let a professional do it it's just not you know websites you know yeah (laughs) you just can't there are things that you should just let someone who knows what they're doing do it that's all I agree 
But I will definitely probably, I would watch that show for sure. Yeah. So those were the shows that I found. But like I said, I didn't really see anything too horrible. Everything looks pretty okay. There's this one show called um, The Terrace House. Mm. It's basically like Big Brother, but it's from China. And so it's got like three boys, three girls, but they're in there for like a year. Ooh, that's like a biodome. It's a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. It could have been just the episode I watched, but it didn't have any subtitles. And so I I didn't find it interesting. Well, no, I wouldn't either. Plus, I mean, they're not as rude as Americans. So. And they always look put together. And Yeah, they're not like us. They don't walk around in pajama bottoms and a tank top on TV. You know what I mean? It's not like here. And the house is awesome. And it's just... You know, and I was just like, so who's going to hook up with who? And you know, Oh, they don't do that. <laughs> I don't think they do. We're so. study partners now. Right. Well, it is interesting. I'm sure it's interesting. And maybe by the end of it, they go crazy. But in the beginning, everyone's going to be super, you know, reserved and polite. And unlike America, we'll be like, yeah, party, boy. I know. I Break know. Break out the booze. Embarrassing. You know, very different have to make animals of ourselves totally so speaking of animals shark week has come and gone i did not watch a ton of it i watched a few little snippets of shark week here and there but what was funny is daryl and i both agree shark week has become one giant commercial just to promote either celebrities upcoming shows brands uh crap you want they want you to buy or a movie coming out and there's Mm -hmm. a movie coming out next week called meg and it's about the prehistoric shark that is now extinct called the megalodon the megalodon in its time they believe was about 60 feet long probably the size of a blue whale and the bite the parameter you know some ridiculously difficult to understand bite size and so this movie is coming out and of course I want to see it because <laughs> it I mean Jaws Jaws is scary plus Jason Statham is in this one. Oh. And I love Jason Statham. He's he's so cute. And so I I'd really like cuz he's in all the fast he's in a couple of the Fast and Furious movies and I just love him in that. Did I tell you I saw him at a restaurant? No, is he small? Yeah, he's short. Of course. They always are. They never they never are what you think. Yeah, Never. it's good camera work. Yeah, but he's still a cutie pie to me. And he's got a good body. So anyway, um, but Meg looks really fun. And so they promoted the, the crap out of that thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm all in now. I want to see Meg. I want to see it. It looks great. I, I don't. The thing is with with this shark, though, is that it's so big that just not it's not like Jaws where eating a human would be terrifying because Meg is so big, it, would, it could literally swallow like five people whole and you wouldn't even get bitten. They're so big. Be like being like swallowed by a whale with teeth. So I'm curious how they're going to do that because the, th- the, the threat of being bitten in half by a shark is not really there. I mean, the, the fear of being swallowed whole, of course, but that doesn't seem to be nearly as terrifying so i'm curious how they're gonna make that scary hmm i don't know i want to see it now (laughs) so it worked yeah marketing worked i want to see meg well good yeah we watched shark week for a little bit but you know i think we watched it for the first two days and then they just 
kept bringing in all these celebrities to go get yeah. close to the shark and i'm just like this is boring yeah i don't you know care about go down in the cage and throw out some chum and watch them thrash around you know yeah that's- and I'll, it's just a lot of it's very staged and stuff like they they did the naked and afraid shark edition and it's like well we have to swim with the sharks to survive i'm like that doesn't even make any sense right it's like, well, if we if we get eaten, we get eaten. And I'm like, um, actually, no. If you stay out of the water, you don't get eaten, dummy. I'm like, I'm not this dumb. I mean, please stop catering to morons. Can we get past it, please? But Shark Week is so weird. It's so not what it used to be. Yeah, it used to be really educational. Yeah, it used to be. Now it's just a big, giant commercial for a week. And I just, I'm I'm over you. I'm so over it. Uh, but what I'm not over, and I keep I keep coming back to it because I'm just I can't help myself, is the crazy families of the Learning Channel, the little carnival. <laughs> so I, I don't know why I do. I I tend to do it when I'm on my period. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I checked into the Duggars uh, the other day. What's to going see on? What's the what? Well, half of them are married, except for the tiny ones. But even Joanna, who, when we first started watching, she was like 11. She's married with a baby. Mm-hmm. All the, the, the boys are now all married. You know, the one that everybody thought was gay just got married. And uh, he protested quite a bit. Not protesting in that sense. What I mean is... um. When they got married, it was their first kiss, and he, like, went in with his tongue sticking out. Oh, my God! He gave her the biggest old French kiss in front of the church, turned around and dipped her, and then picked her up and ran out of the church. And I'm like, he's trying a little too hard to prove. Yeah, really? (laughs) He's happy. I'm just saying. It's quite a stunt there. Yeah, it was quite and it was quite the display. And of course the dad is crying tears of joy. They show the dad crying tears oh, of joy. That's ridiculous. Yeah, so nothing's really changed in the uh the Duggar world. They're just getting married. Nobody else is pregnant yet. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, it's just a matter of time. So yeah, they're still procreating and preaching the good word. <laughs> Anyway, all right. Well, I think that's enough of the trashy TV, and hopefully, hopefully, we'll have some new. Oh, I got to tell you, Paula, I, I, I have got to watch this ninety day fiance show. Yeah, you know, I've caught snippets of it before. It's I, just such a hot mess. I don't. I, I get the premise of it. Do they meet these people online, or what I is think it? so. I don't know. I mean, I think we're a. I think we're late to the party on the ninety day fiance. It's been thing. on for a few years. Yes. So what I'm, we were watching a promo for it the other night, and this very large woman was galloping towards this man. Oh my god! And like. Oh! you know like they're meeting for the first time and his face is like you are nothing like your photo (laughs) and i said i told daryl i go can you imagine if somebody if a woman was galloping towards you i mean she was a large lady which is there's no big deal but she had no so um, you wanna play with magic (laughs) she had no um i can't even finish it (laughs) she had no breast support so her boobs (laughs) Are going in a million directions. Give herself a black eye. She had no spanks on, so her stomach had a mind of its own. Jesus. Uh, just And her arms are out with, like, three purses on it full of shit. You know, just a hot mess. And running toward... And the, the dude has, like, this concrete stone face, like, what? No, you're not... That's not for me. <laughs> this, You're not who I thought you were. 
I'd so brace it, myself. I'd like put my back foot back, you know, and like, be okay, like, okay, all right. Here we are, let's locked do and loaded. This. 10, 9, <laughs> Here eight, she comes. 7, seven six. She's slowing down. Oh, God. She's tiring. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> she needed to take a breath. Anyway, so I said, I go, I told Daryl, I go, can you imagine if that was coming toward you? He goes, long pause. Well, if I was large too, I guess it wouldn't matter. I'm like, really? Really? Does it though? Does it matter? I think it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't care if you're big or not. That's a lot coming towards you. Maybe that's he's a into lot. Large women. Based on his face, I would say no. But <laughs> was he good know. looking? No, it wasn't even about that. It was just his face. Like so she's running towards not- them, and then she, yes. you know, didn't wear her glasses, and then she gets closer, and then she's like, "What the <laughs> fuck? That's not what I was talking to." Anything's possible. Anyway, so I want to watch it now. I want to see what this is all about and wh- how people think they fall in love with someone they meet online and then the reality hits them and literally could potentially hit them in the face. I'm curious. Hmm. So I want to see. I want to see who these people are. And nowadays, you know, forever I used to think, oh, this is all, you know, staged and acting and all this other stuff. But pe- everybody's just so dying to be famous that I'm starting to think that shows like this are legit. Like, these are real people. And so now I want to see. So I'm going to watch. I'll tell you if anything comes of it. But speaking of uh, hot mess, it's time for our ugly and awkward moment of the week. Mine occurred last week when we were recording. I don't know if I was like spaced out on pain medicine or if I was tired or I don't really know what the problem was. Yeah. Sometimes you just do things so routinely that you just click, click, click and do whatever. So we had recorded a show. I scrolled down and I said, um, close. And, and I was treating it like I had done my sound check. That's, yes. That's what I realized. And so I scrolled down. I did close. The box popped up and it says, do you want to save this? And I'm like, no. And then I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> and so I had just deleted it like a 50 minute show. And I know. And there's no getting it back once you do that because you don't you hadn't saved it first. You know, we mm-hmm. just we do it a different way. And so I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I just deleted the show we recorded. <laughs> so that was my ugly. You're all, yeah, well, all I know is you're all, no, 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 no. And I'm like, <laughs> what? What did you do? And you're like, I, I don't know yet. Hold on. Let me see if I can undo it. But, you know, the thing is, is in all of the episodes, we have never, we've never deleted a full show before. Mm-mm. Until last week. <clears throat> yeah, of 295 episodes or 94 yes. episodes. It was classic ugly and awkward moment. Classic ugly and awkward Typical, moment. Typical, yes. I couldn't believe I did that. I think I was just on autopilot. and Yeah, and you know what really sucks is it was a such it was such a good show. It was. That's <laughs> it the was thing is when they're good shows, like you can't. You can't redo it like with Mm-mm. the same content and energy Mm-mm. and you know it's nope. just not the same. It's one of the reasons why our shows are so 
good because we don't need to do a lot of show prep because we know each other so well. And I know because because we're sisters, if I tell you something and we try to recreate it on a show, it it literally will fall flat and everybody will know it. You'll be like, yep, yeah, been there, done that, board. next. We'll sound like we're acting if we try and recreate it. Yeah, it's not genuine anymore. So we can't, we literally prevent talking to each other about good stuff because we know that if we tell each other, then we can't talk about it on the show because we've already talked about it. Yeah. So... Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, you win because I can't, I literally didn't have an awkward moment this week. Hey, that's okay. I didn't have one last week. <laughs> I was really surprised. I was sitting there going, God, I didn't have an awkward moment this week. I'm, tr- I'm I'm. going through my brain a million times trying to think, did I do, did I fall down? Did I trip? Did I hurt myself? Did I do anything? And Daryl's like, well, let's review where we've been this week. And I go, shut up. I'm like, no, you do not get to help. You yeah. don't get to help. You don't get to log anything. Right. No. That's not how this works. So, oh, well. So you win, but it was a big one. I'm giving you like 60,000 points. Good. Yay. Because you deleted a show. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a biggie. That's a problem. It is one that we hope it does not get repeated. Exactly. Period. So, so. well, I think that's oh. a wrap for this week. Yes. Oh, quickly. Mm. The uh, TJ Dillashaw and Cody Garbrandt fight is this coming weekend. I know. Um, actually, by the time the show drops, it'll already be over. Yes, but it will have come do you have any uh, projections of who's going to be the winner? You know what? I genuinely don't because, well, you know, my thought would be, oh, well, TJ Dillashaw is going to do it. Except that the last fight they had, Cody yeah. really, truly knocked him out. But he got saved by the bell and he was able to shake it off and move forward. Yeah. I don't know if Cody has the knockout power uh, necessarily, but if TJ Dillashaw's stamina has has improved, I think TJ Dillashaw will win. Yeah. I'm hoping it's going to be a really good fight. I don't know what I'm going to do about it because because you I had asked you if you were getting it. I knew you were going to get it. I was actually going to invite you over so we could watch it together, but Malia is her cheer squad has been in, uh, requested to go perform the fight song at the 50th high school reunion of her high school. Oh, the school has been there's been 50 graduating classes. So this is the first graduating class of her high school. And they're they want the cheerleaders to come and perform the fight song uh, because it hasn't changed in 50 years. Well, that's cute. So they want them to do that. And the band is probably coming and it's going to be this big display so there's there's that, and then of course my high school reunion is also that night. So have you decided if you're going? I haven't, and I'm getting a lot of fucking pressure <laughs> from people. They're like, "What do you mean you're not going?" And I'm like, "Listen, I, it's the anniversary weekend. It's my 21st wedding anniversary weekend. I have no idea what you know. Daryl goes above and beyond sometimes, and I have no idea what he if, if or anything. I begged him not to plan anything." <laughs> Because I feel like we've celebrated it quite enough. I mean, it's been anniversary month. I'm done. And I am not one of those people. I hate it. I'm like, please. I Yes, celebrate our love. I'm done with it, though. Please. No more. No more. Get a room with yourself. (laughs) (gasps) I'm over it. But with that being said, I don't. I just just honestly don't know what I want to do. I I don't know. I'm. My gut is saying I don't want to go. But 
the pressure may be too much too great i mean can't you just like drop in for a drink or something i think i'm gonna dip in and say hello if i do i'll obviously tell you about it yeah that alone may force me to go just for show content god you have to go and see who's like bald and you know if anyone died (sighs) well that's the thing is i want to know if anyone died that's that's kind of what I don't know. That was kind of my first question. I had to wait like fifteen minutes, and then I finally like asked someone. Did anybody die? So anybody die? <laughs> yeah. So can, has anyone passed? Are we at that level yet, or are we still too young to ask that question? Because I think at this level, if someone has died, it's tragic. But in like ten or fifteen years, we'll be like, yeah, well, you know, you finally life finally caught up with them. You know, <laughs> I mean, it, it, I don't think we're at that level yet. I still think we're at the yeah, he was in prison. And, uh, yeah, he's on his third marriage and stuff like that. I don't think we're at the dying that, like, it's okay to talk about someone dying yet. It's still a tragedy because we're still young. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So, um, I don't know. I kind of want to go. Like, I want to go and get a gin and tonic and say hello. You should. Yeah, I think I might. I've got got a cute outfit I can wear, so. I think that's a good idea. Yeah, we'll we'll see if if I go or not. Yeah, so uh, keep shopping our Avon link. Uh, Like I said, it's back to school, so get yourself some new makeup uh, so you can look awesome on your first day of school. Uh, Not for the little kids, but for the older older kids. Um, And moms, too, because like I said, you know, even though we do the drop-off with our uh, ball caps on, we still need a lip and clip. Mm -hmm. Other than that, have a fabulous week, and we will see you on Wednesday. Bye! Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.